Argos 12, Ottawa 9, just ready to start the second half. Hogan and Johnson with you here. What a great tribute to the 20 or so members of the 1996-97 Argonauts who came back for the 20th anniversary celebration. Uh, very, very well done. Great video introducing all of the players. And obviously, the big three got the loudest applause. Doug Flutie, Pinball Clemens, and Paul Masotti. They weren't bad. Simply awesome, Hoagie, and uh, gives me chills. Gives me chills, and you just see the guys, you know, having this moment together and as they see each other and just remember all those those memories and the moments and, and the, the battle, the battles that they went through and the triumph at the end is, is pretty awesome, man. Argos are going to get the ball and the wind here to start the third quarter, so we'll see if they can get some distance here on a fairly windy night in Toronto. Mars kick is up, and it will be... Oh my goodness. A loose ball as Armani Edwards smartly falls on it. It hit between the two returners. Nonetheless, they're going to get de decent field position at the 29-yard line. That was strange. The ball was in the air, and it got to about the 35, 30-yard area of the Argos end, and it just went straight down. It was like a peregrine falcon dropping out of the sky. <laughs> Ricky Ray, 18 of 26, 70% completion rate almost. And 178 yards, one touchdown to Declan Cross, his first touchdown catch in the CFL. It is second year out of McMaster. And no interception. It's a big drive right here. Ottawa started to get some momentum in that uh, end of that half. Feed the big man. Here's Wilder trying to bounce it out to the Ooh. left. And he makes contact. And it's good for about six contact. yards when all of it was said and done. Contact. Watch out for the freight train. <laughs> 18-wheeler turning the corner. Who was on the end of that? Jonathan Rose. Watch out. He just got trucked. Should mention, Cleon Lang was the player that got hurt at the end of the half for the Argonauts. They took him off on the uh, truck, which was not a good look. Not good. And Bear Woods undergoing uh, concussion protocol. Victor Butler left with a knee injury. Oh, They're getting nicked up. That's a rough night on the defense right there. Ray on second down and four goes over the middle. He's got him, and he's got Edwards to midfield to the 50 to the 48-yard line. And the former quarterback at Appalachian State, who beat Michigan 10 years ago this season. as a big game for the Argos, and they are in Red Blacks territory, leading by three. Argos offensive line doing a good job of picking up the stunt, coming around and uh, communicating uh, to get that done. Armani Edwards going uh, on a pattern from right to left, and Ricky hitting him on the run. 27 yards unofficially on the catch. And that will give Edwards four catches for 73 yards. And Ray's going to come back. And he's got a man downfield. S.J. Green, or is that Edwards again? That's S.J. Green. May have gotten credit for getting the hands under the football because he's, well, S.J. Green. It's going to be caught on the curl and a first down at the 33-yard line. A curl that I don't think he could have been any better placed, even if you were looking at a camera from above and said, okay, the exact distance between the defenders is right here. He was right there. He makes that look so easy. First down and 10. Here comes Wilder again, and he's going to be stood up at the line of scrimmage and maybe fall forward. Zach Evans. Had a clothesline on him. Man. Yeah, he got him uh, high, but made the tackle, at least held him up to get help. Zach has uh, a couple of sacks this year, one against the Argos in week three, second down and nine. And we've got an injured red-black. Yep, there is a red-black down at the 35-yard line. A couple of minutes in here into the third quarter. Argos 12-9. Only touchdown for the Argonauts. A one-yard pass from Ray to cross. And that made it 
10 to nothing at the time after a 47-yard field goal by Hyra Lahu. What do you point again? Well, the 96 team, they're going for a little jog oh. around the field, <laughs> high five of fans, led by pinball. <laughs> there are pinballs jumping up for the high five. Yeah. I don't see much vertical from any no, other no. of those players. <laughs> Pierre Virchival's behind him just kind of, oh, yeah, we'll just, uh, you can touch. No, know, there's some guys who are not going to get vertical <laughs> at all. They're going. Guys are going for it. That's great. Zach Evans was hurt on that play, and he comes over to the sidelines. Got the helmet off. Second out and nine for the Argonauts. Moving from left to right in their blue jerseys, white pants, white helmet. Ball at the 33-yard line over here on the near hash mark as they move left to right. Ray on the far numbers, and S.J. Green let one get away. No, he caught that. No? No, he did not catch that. I thought that was a double clutch. No, he didn't. He bobbled it. That's weird. And did not grab it on the way down. It hit the grass, and it's going to be a field goal attempt here for the Argonauts. And this ball is right in S.J.'s hands. He bobbles it. It goes down, and, yeah, it hit the ground, and he scooped it up. Oh, that's unusual. Right through his hands. Hyralahu will try this one from 39. Hit on his only attempt tonight from 47. Cody Fajardo is the holder. Jake Reinhardt, the long snapper. From just inside the right hash mark, with the win. It's up. It's long. He missed it. Missed it to the right. Into touch. A rouge for Hyralahu. His streak is over. And the Argonauts get a point. It's now a four-point lead with 12-19 left in the third quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. First down, Ottawa, as they are going to be moving against a depleted Argonaut defense right now. Cleon Lang left the game, not back. Uh, looking for Bear Woods. Don't see him. Okay, yeah, the and defense Victor Butler is decimated well. in that first half. Okay, so we got Dylan Lang, and who's the other nose? we got Jeff Finley on the field. Sean Lemon on one side, Troy Davis on the other side. We have Justin Tuggle in the middle, and the linebackers are the same, and the secondary is still intact. So Cassius Vaughn and Marcus Ball are the outside linebackers. Awusuansaw and Murray are the corners. Harris and Sears Jr. are the halves, and Jermaine Gabriel is the safety. Huge opportunity for the following players, Tuggle, Finley, and Davis. Finley had a couple of sacks in uh, Ottawa when the Argos beat the Red Blacks by a point a couple of weeks ago. They'll take it at the 35-yard line, the Red Blacks. Well, Trevor Harris back to pass. He's going to go to the far side to the numbers. It's complete for a 13-yard gain. And just like that, Ellingson gets the catch, and the Red Blacks move the sticks. Trevor Harris apparently had something in his eye, as you pointed out at the end of the uh, half, as there's no, there are no pellets on this, right? No. No, no there aren't. What... Uh Sean Lemon got up behind him and then drove him into the turf a little bit, and Trevor went face first and took a little dirt in the eye. First down at their own 48-yard line, and they are going to go play action and dump it out into the flat. He was looking for Lavoie, no dice, as Johnny Sears Jr. was in his back pocket, second down and 10 from their own 48. It looks like Trevor just missed that because Lavoie was coming across from right to left, released to the flat. Quite a bit of movement. There were some players going from left to right as well, and uh, Trevor had an open player, but just missed him. Trevor, 8 of 16 for just 83 yards on officially so far. Argos will take that and run. Absolutely. And he's back to pass, steps up in the pocket. He's pressured out to the right, rolling, rolling, rolling. Now he's going to have to run and will be tripped up well short of the first down. As Marcus Ball came up to make a play, <laughs> gets his old teammate, and it will be 
third down and five. Out comes the punt unit, and now the Red Blacks will have to kick into the wind. That was like a locomotive. Marcus Ball was a locomotive that just went right by Trevor Harris, just clipped him, and it was enough to knock Trevor down, but that could have been a massive hit on Harris. And it will be Marquise Jackson back at his own 14-yard line. Argos look like they're coming after Marr. Oh, Marquise, you got to play the, kick, the uh, wind on this. And Marr is looking to the far sideline, not going to get it. Jackson's going to take it at the 21-yard line. That looked like there were three guys within five yards for the Red Blacks, but no no flags. Yeah, thrown. that was strange. And the Argos will take over their own 20-yard line, first and 10. Martise started to run right in the direction of where there were Red Blacks, so I think it may have been a designed field return, and uh, Red Blacks, great job on the coverage. Nowhere to go for Martise on that. So Ricky Ray will come back out. 20 of 29 so far, 220 yards. He's 80 away from 300. That would be the fifth consecutive game Ray has been able to hit the 300-yard mark. He's only done that once in his career. And it's not like he hasn't thrown for a lot of yards or anything. <laughs> They're going to give the ball and go ground game, though, and it's going to be Wilder who will take it to the 26-yard line for a gain of six. Nice run. Solid. Wilder out of Florida State has an ACC championship uh, MVP under his belt, a national championship with the Seminoles, a 1,000-yard season as a junior. And he's going to come out. He plays every special team for the Argonauts. He loves this game. He absolutely has he's taken just happy to this like out there, water. Just happy to be out there. Yep. Love guys like that. Four play yards with, to get on second with, down. Play with fire. Yep. Ball on the right hash mark. And Ray drops back. It's a five-man rush. He picks it up. He dumps it under the flat. He's got Marquise Jackson out there. And Marquise is going to make the catch. And a first down out to the 31-yard line. It's a great catch by Marquise. After a pretty big uh, hit. Martise Jackson had a 2,000-yard season in high school. He goes to a community college. Yeah. He rushes for 1,000. He goes to Florida Atlantic and does <laughs> nothing. He was a non-fat. How had do a, you find had, that guy? He had a good first few games. Then, for whatever reason, he lost his job as a starting running back. He returned a few kickoff years in his, uh, few kickoffs in his senior year. Goes to a CFL camp. We'll get more into that in a second. First down at the own 31-yard line. Ray's back to pass again. Come to the near side. He's got a man. Fuller with the catch. He'll take it out to the 36. They're halfway home. So he goes to a, a workout in Florida. And there are two teams there. And he signs with Winnipeg. And he doesn't sign with the other general manager who was there. A guy named Jim Pop. Yeah. Winnipeg releases him. Pop goes, hello, Marquise Jackson. He goes to Montreal last year. There you go. Uh, Stefan Logan teaches him some of the ins and outs of the yeah. game. And... Learned when, from one of the best. When Jim came here, he brought in Marquise Jackson, and that's how Marquise Jackson is an Argonaut. He runs like Stephen Logan did. Yeah. Or does. Back to pass is Ray. He's got a man in the flat for the first down. Anthony Coombs with the catch. And the University of Manitoba product has his sixth catch of the night, and that will move the sticks to the 41-yard line. That's a great throw by Ricky Ray. Coombs is running from right to left, and right beside him, is Antoine Pruneau. There's a small window for the throw. Ricky puts it on the money. That's what I like to see. And uh, Coombs makes a nice catch in the first down. So they will mark it at the 42-yard line. And the Argonauts will send a bunch formation to the near side. Two up top. Argos in their blue jerseys moving toward the lake, left to right. It's a fake toss and a screen the other way to Jackson. And a pivot, and he gets a first down. He moved 
sideways on that one after he caught the ball. I don't know how the human knee can do that and not blow itself out. That was cutting on a dime. That was awesome. That was pretty sweet. He was cutting behind the uh, CNN locomotive and Will Campbell that just missed Gavin's. Jarrell Gavin's <laughs> almost got there. destroyed. He would have missed him in a phone booth with that move. First and 10 from their own 53-yard line. Argos knocked down at the line of scrimmage. He was looking for Edwards. It'll be second down and uh, 10 to go. Argos leading 13 to 9. Seven minutes left here in the third quarter. We, ex we both expected an air show. Everybody I talked to today expected the ball to be in the air all night. Yeah. We haven't seen it. Why? Any theories? Well, I think, uh, number one, everybody's thinking that, so the teams are preparing for the other to possibly do that, right? And the Argos, uh, I think they tried to do hit, run the ball a little bit early, and it wasn't there, and now they've been going a little more to the passing game as the game's been going on. Five-man rush. They dump it out into the flat. Here's Weiler with a stutter step. Tried to do a 360 at midfield, and that wasn't going oh, to you got to keep that rolling. And it'll be second, third down and eight from midfield, and out comes the punt unit. With think, six and a half minutes remaining. I think on the other side of the ball, the Red Blacks are, what, this is their third game in 11 days or something like that? Yep. They just played, what, five, four or five days ago yep. last Wednesday. So, you know, they're uh, they're feeling, for sure, they're feeling a little fatigued. And uh, you got a good Argo defense. you got a, a really strong defensive line and a secondary that I think is uh, very good. Ira Lahu with the win, wants to put it outside the numbers. He gets it into the end zone and the single point will finally be conceded by Deontay Spencer, who got hit because he didn't take the knee. The Tuggle hammered him. Oh, <laughs> man, we'll take the timeout. It's another point for the Argonauts. That makes it 14-9 with six minutes left here in the third quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Mike Hogan and Jeff Johnson with you. This is Toronto Argonauts football. The Argos on the punt single by Hyrule, who now have a 14-9 lead over the Red Blacks. As uh, we continue here, Red Blacks going into the wind here in this third quarter. See this defense uh, continue, continue to shut down this Red Blacks team. I mean, they showed some signs at the end of that first half. Had a really solid drive, couple plays to Ellingson and Sinopoli. You know you're not going to shut them down all game, and... And, uh, and then starting to pick it up at the beginning of the second half so far and see if they can uh, keep it tight here despite the personnel challenges. Well, he's not doing Notre Dame games, but he's now in the booth. Doug Flutie has joined us. How's it going? It's going a little busy today, but <laughs> it's, it's been so much we, fun. We won't keep so you locked because I know you've been everyone. just absolutely having a blast. Uh, how much fun was last night? Last night was like a bunch of little kids, awesome. like a class reunion, <laughs> just wouldn't shut up and talking about stories and filling in the blanks of the stuff you don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. It was really cool. It was Trevor Harris on first down. Takes the swing pass, comes back the other way, and uh, tackled almost at the line of scrimmage. Maybe a gain of three yards is Moses Madu. Trevor Harris made an effort to come by and say hi last night. I thought it was pretty cool. Oh, really? Really cool of him. Um... When you got together, did you recognize everybody first up, or had anybody changed significantly? You know what? I thought I wouldn't know half of the guys. Like, I wouldn't recognize. I recognized everybody awesome. right away. It was pretty cool. Some of the guys are still in great shape. Some of the guys aren't. <laughs> uh, you know, but it's, you know, we're out there watching the video, and guys, back, guys are tearing Knocked down nicely uh, in the secondary by Tuggle, and that'll set up a third down. Um, when you get back to Toronto, you don't get here often. You were here for the for, for the Grey Cup. It, when you 
not talking about football, but just living here in Toronto for a couple of years, what what comes to mind? First you know, I think through those years, and coming uh, more so coming back now, you feel the affection of the, the fans in the city for what we did during those years. It, it was a big part, and I didn't realize how much a big part of my daughter's life it was. She's 29 now, yeah. and she came up, and she has very, very fond memories of those years. Nice. Jackson back, taking it at his 21-yard line, looking for a seam. Not there first. He tries to cut it out to the left side. Doesn't get there. Uh, I, I, just before you go, because I know you're pressed for time, but uh, do you want to get a plug-in for the Dougie Foundation? Uh, it's the flutiefoundation.org. Uh, it's for autism. We've been running it for close to 20 years now. We've raised over $20 million, and we give it to families that need a little extra help and for services for those families. Do you, so. like, do you like the bobblehead? Love the bobblehead. It's, it's awesome. Actually, it looks you know, like you. I got the mullet and everything. It's yeah, awesome. Hey, all about the mullet. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> but it, it really, actually, I've seen worse. I've yes, seen much absolutely. worse, so I'm happy. Thank you so much for doing this, man. Appreciate Welcome it, guys. Welcome back to Toronto. Great to see you again. Thank Doug you so Flutie much. Doug joining us. We'll take the time out. Argo's up. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Our thanks to Doug Flutie for joining us in the booth. 14-9 Argo's over the Ottawa Red Blacks. Always nice to see Doug. He's, uh, he's one of the good ones. And, man, was he fun to watch. Well, he looks like he could still kind of get it done a little bit. He still looks like he's in good shape. Two or three years ago, somebody offered him money if he could run the Boston Marathon. And they yeah. offered him for the Flutie Foundation for autism. Yes. He ran the Boston Marathon. Come on. Yeah. That's that's, that's impressive. He's, he's insane. Ball at the 29-yard line. Ricky Ray play action on first down. Looking long. And uh, has a man. It is caught close to the 50-yard line. And Fuller's got it. That's good for 20 yards and an Argonaut first down. I've been waiting to see when the action is going to turn towards Jeff Fuller a little bit because he's, he's an ex- exceptional receiver. Oh, absolutely. He is an excellent receiver, and uh, that was a nice pattern there. Play action, opened it up, pulled the linebackers up underneath, opened it up for Fuller in behind to the left of Ricky Ray. So they move the sticks again out to the 50-yard line, and it will be first down there. Argo's now going with a tight end on the left side. Three receivers to the near side. Play action to Edwards, and they'll dump it on a crossing route, and it is caught for a couple of yards as Cam McDaniel has his first catch with the Toronto Argonauts out of the University of Notre Dame. Doug would have called his games as the color voice of Notre Dame football. And McDaniel now, after spending a year in Montreal, makes his first catch to the Argos. He's in the game. Too bad McDaniel turned up field there. Thought he might have had a little more green space to work with, but Sir Darius Bryant, that's an effort tackle on his behalf because he was running uh, McDaniel down from behind. Second down and seven. A loop. Ray picks it up, throws a seed to the near sideline. It's complete. S.J. Green will move the sticks down to the 47-yard line. There's a red-black defender slow to get up here. And uh, Chris Van Zyl's clapping his hands a little bit. A little bit angry. He had the defensive end run around the outside, but it's okay because Ricky's felt that, and he stepped up into the pocket to to deliver a beautiful throw to SJ. SJ Green ate the red-blacks for lunch in the game in Ottawa. Ten catches for 210 yards and a loud 210 yards. And he basically retired A.J. Jefferson. <laughs> who uh, got picked oh up by Saskatchewan, I believe. Uh, yes, the, yes. The, uh, the, the riders that picked him up. That was a long night for A.J. We'll take the timeout as they tend to the injured red-black. It is 14-9. Argo's on a nice little drive here with three minutes left in the third quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Mike Hogan, Jeff Johnson with you. 
If you're a movie fan, you may have been watching the Titanic or Goodwill Hunting or Austin Powers International Man of Mystery. If you were, <laughs> it was 1997, and we're honoring the 97 Argonauts here. I think I saw that one way too many times in university. I, I don't know what happened to the rest of Chad Fulf, but he was here tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ch- Ch- yeah, he's lost a couple Man. pounds. Oh, that's got to be close to 100. Just a couple. Well, I don't know about a hundo. Well, oh, oh, yeah, I forget. He's really short. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he the, was probably, what, 275, 280 when he played? Oh, he was, he was bigger than that. Really? Yeah. yeah and so just strong as a bull. I'd say now he's 230, 225. Okay. Yeah. So he was uh, he was a large human being. He looks as good. Wide as he, he sort of had the Fred Flintstone build. Where I think he was the, as wide as he was tall. His jersey looked like a curtain though, because I think they were <laughs> figuring he's still going to be bigger. Ray got hit as he threw the football, and luckily that uh, hit the carpet. That could have been dangerous. It was in the direction of guess who? S. A. Green again. But it'll set up a second down and ten. Chad Folk was the number one pick in the draft uh, in 1997, first overall. Argonauts jumped at that. He put together a nice little run here. Didn't he set the college bench press record? I think the school that he went to. It, he had the bench press, but his what he destroyed was the uh, the, the the leg uh, the leg on the machine. Leg press. Well, it wasn't vertical. Leg press. Okay. Oh, <laughs> was, leg press. I think it was like it was ridiculous. I never really? guess what the number was, but it scared me when I saw it. Back to pass. Ray has a man. S.J. Green close to the first down, but short by a couple of yards. Come on. And will the Argonauts try the field goal with the wind with two and a half minutes left? It's a full two yards and then some. Yeah. And what's Trestman thinking about here? They were missing from this range earlier. I think it was a little closer. He's going field goal. I was watching Fajardo and Ahirolahu. Cody came out first, and I'm thinking, are they going to run short yardage? And then Ahirolahu kind of came out behind him. So this will be a 47-yard field goal attempt. Hoagie, any sense if the wind is, if there's any left to right on that on those telltales? It looks it like, looks it's, like moving it's straight a from behind. Li- a little right to left, it looks like. Because last kick, it went wide right. Yeah. This is in the middle of the field. He won't give away the upright for sure. He'll try to tuck this inside the right upright. Pajardo's the holder. He gets it down. Lerum didn't hit it cleanly, but hit it perfectly. Three more for the Argonauts. They increase the lead now to 17 to nine. It's a eight point lead with a minute 48 remaining here in quarter number three. That's a big field goal. Points have been hard to come by this evening. And uh, that's a big field goal right there for the Toronto Argonauts. A little bit of a chess match all night tonight. Both teams just trying to figure each the other one out and seeing the odd drive here and there where there's some plays I'm liking the offense on this last drive the Argos were getting able to get a couple decent throws in couple couple to SJ almost three quarters in the books Trevor Harris has 87 yards passing and they're going to go to the ground again and this is going to be Powell taking it out to the 39 yard line he gets four hard yards and he is knocked down by several members of the team wearing blue Let's go down to Kate Pedersen for an injury update. Kate? Hoagie, and speaking with Jim Pop, we have an update on Bear Woods and Victor Butler. The good news is they don't think those injuries are long-term. However, no update on the length of Leon Lang's injury. Thank thank you very much, Kate. We'll update those uh, injuries as well. uh, Harris drops back to pass. Under pressure, spins out of a potential sack, dumps the ball up, and Jermaine Gabriel just said, hello, Mr. Powell. He rocks him, but not until Powell gets the first down. Very Houdini-like move for Trevor Harris to get out of what should have been a sack. 
Yes, it, no question. It should have been a sack. And uh, the Argos are lucky that they were able to pressure Trevor there because he was looking for Ellingson, who ran a fancy pattern and was open. Oh, just showed the Gabriel hit. Oh, it was a he hellacious hit. It looked really good in slow motion. Clean hit. Both guys get up. Back at it. First down to their own 50-yard line. Harris comes to the near side. He's got a man, and right at the first down marker Another is big hit. Joshua Stangby and Johnny Sears with the hit. Another great hit by the Argonauts defense. On the previous one, if Trevor wasn't interfered with, he was looking to go to Craig Ellingson, who ran an out and up and tucked in behind the linebacker, and he would have streaking right down the numbers. Great job by the D-line. It was actually a quasi Ansal with the hit. We'll give him credit for the tackle. A hard hit for AK. They're going to dump it off in the middle again. Powell's going to drag a defender this time down to the 40-yard line. Don't see that happening very often. Turns into a 13-yard gain and an Ottawa first down. They'll mark it at the 37-yard line. Well, that was Tuggle trying to make a big play there and punch the ball out. He had the left arm hooked around uh, Powell and tried to punch it out with the right, and it allowed Powell to drag him downfield a bit. The third quarter is now in the books. The Argonauts have a 17-9 lead. Red Blacks will have the wind in the fourth quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050.